This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, here we are. It is February. And when it comes to working with the media, when it comes to gathering up publicity about you and your book, and I've had a variety of shows over the years, and what I wanted to do was to actually chat with someone who is doing this on a day-to-day basis and working with businesses, authors, a variety of things. So with me as my guest for the hour is Lori Anderson. She is the CEO of Anderson and Anderson Public Relations, and she brings to us over 30 years of experience in public relations, special event planning, and newspaper reporting. She's an active member of the Public Relations Society of America, and she served on the board of directors for the for its Colorado chapter for six years. She's developed a variety of public relations programs, publicity programs, and special events just to book authors, nonprofit organizations, even large corporations for a variety of both public and private groups. So one of the things that we want to really look at is, so how can you as a solopreneur, an author who's out here, how can we get uh, and tap into this wide, wide field of public relations? And maybe, Lori, what we ought to do in welcoming you to Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing, is really, let's get into a a full-blown definition of what public relations are. Well, it's great to be with you, Judith, and there's several definitions for publicity. Some people think about it as free advertising. I hear that a lot, Mm -hmm. and some people call it earned media, and that's because in generating publicity, which is stories or mentions in news media outlets, you have to get past a gatekeeper. You have to get past a reporter or an editor. They have to think that your story is worthwhile to publish, so that's why it's gotten the term earned media. I haven't actually heard of that, but I like it. Actually, I like it a lot. And it it actually makes makes sense. So, It does when you think about it. All right. Yeah, when you think about it. So that means I need to ask this question. It begs this question, Lori, that wasn't on our list. It's what does an author <laughs> <laughs> with a book, whether it's the first book, whether it's a pending book, whether it's a book of many, many books, what does he or she have to do to earn the media PR ritual right? Well, it's important for an author to think like a reporter or a media person. What would they like to see in their newspaper, their magazine, TV and radio, whatever the outlet is? What is the story that they'd like to bring to their viewers, their listeners, their readers? 
So kind of put on that hat for a moment and think, what about your book would be interesting to the audience of that media outlet? And I guess we should also do, because I've done several things about the whole thing, the essential part of understanding newsjacking and how can your book with a theme or a character or fill in the blank maybe coattail onto something that's a breaking news Although that that whole phrase needs a new definition too, because it seems everything is always breaking news. Um, yeah, how can how can they tap into that? Maybe yeah. Maybe rather than newsjacking is just watching the trends. What is this particular news media outlet writing about? What are the trends in the industry? What are people interested in? And that's important in sending something to a particular reporter. What do they like to write about? What topics? You know, what are they interested in? If you can know a little bit about the individual reporter or editor's background, that's helpful too. And maybe we should talk about how publicity is different from the other forms of advertising when we're talking about the definition too. Sure. Well, let's just jump into that. So if you you had a newbie under your wing... (laughs) You brought in a newbie, and you were going to put on your hat, listen, my author, and you will hear. What would your what would, what would some of these beginner steps be? Well, some of the beginner steps, I would want to see an author have a website or have a book listed on a website, because that gives you some authority right there. Um, social media is so important in this day and age. Do they have a Facebook or other social media page? And then I would talk about paid advertising. That's very different from publicity, but has a role. And the pros and there's pros and cons with each of them. With advertising, you control the message, you control where it runs and when it runs. But you pay for that space, whether it's in a newspaper, a magazine, TV, or radio. Mm-hmm. With publicity, the, the cost is usually less. You're writing a story and pitching that, sending that to a media outlet and asking them to run it as editorial, as a news story. And one of the benefits is it's much more believable and credible when you get news stories. Even with the public's distrust of the media on some level, they still believe things that are stories more than they believe advertising. So they both have a role. So this is just kind of a side thing with all the stuff that has happened over the last several months and with the the, the word of WikiLeaks that has come in. Um, And I I actually wrote a blog on how to avoid being a target of WikiLeaks (laughs) for authors, what they need to be careful of. But... What what could um, when you talk about the cons because you can't control that I mean and I understand the paid you do write you write mm-hmm. the script you do the placement you pay a variety of different fees to be able to do that and I I've always said because I've been interviewed a lot over the last thirty years by the media and and it's always stunning Lori to authors to when I've spoken to them about just publicity in general. And gathering it is you can tell them, you know, you can spend two hours with someone and they pull one line. And it seems to be totally out of context. And you think, how in the hell did this happen? Well, (laughs) it was, (laughs) it happens. (laughs) 
Well, what I advise people when they're doing an interview is first understand who's interviewing them and why. Mm -hmm. Make sure it's a credible news outlet. So that's the first thing. You know, do a little homework about the, what this reporter is about, talks about. And if you find out it's someone that could be an adversary about your topic, you know, you have the right to say, no, you don't want to do the interview. So that's the first thing. And then in preparing, I usually tell clients to write down the top three messages they want to get across in the interview. Mm -hmm. And if your interview doesn't ask those things, there might be an opportunity at the end of the interview to say, you know, you didn't ask, ask me about X, Y, and Z, and those things are really important for your audience to hear. So you can kind of summarize and help them. You know, in most cases, reporters do their best job to do a good story. Most reporters these days have to be experts or try and talk about so many different topics but they're not the expert you are. So they try and do a good job of pulling out what's important, but you can help them by framing the interview with the key points. Yeah. You know, you know, Laura, you bring up a really important point. I was a spokesperson for um, Bristol Myers, one of the Bristol Myers products for three years. Okay. And they had, they would put me out on media tours on a variety of different things. And it was tied into one of my books and boy, I had a couple of uh, one of their PR person who was the um, my my liaison um, just wanted to book stuff and did not pay attention to those essential elements um, that you were talking to, and they really didn't do the homework on some of the radio spots that I was mm -hmm. on. And one of them, I shut it down. I mean, it was clearly the wrong fit clearly yeah. the wrong fit and I think that authors need to do that homework if they're doing their own um, if they're engaging someone to set things up for them make sure that they get some parameters out there and it was you know I, it, it was an amazing <laughs> in experience <laughs> so yeah I mean there are certain talk show hosts in the Denver metro area I won't name names but they do a lot of research, and they have very strong opinions on certain topics. And I had clients I wouldn't put on those shows because I know they weren't. The clients weren't going to win, and it wasn't going to be a, a good experience. For yeah, them. and and I th and as an author, I thank you. Um, I, I think it's really important to understand you don't need to go. You don't need to go into an adversarial situation. You don't need to feel like you you are you are vulnerable to be beat, beaten up. It's just, it's not fun. Let me tell you, it's not fun. You will never get the opportunity to, to recant what they say to be able to give it back because you will be cut off. I'm going to tell you. So be careful. Yeah. So you know your homework involves listening to the shows, or you read up about the shows and get some of the reviews and feedback of what people say you can always ask a producer what are your demographics tell, tell me tell me what your i you know what your typical listener is and that mm -hmm. that will keep you out of i think deep doo-doo yeah definitely you know but the bottom line is today judith most publishers don't do the promoting of books for authors do they so that really <laughs> comes down to you 
No, oh, you do it. You become a solar <laughs> solo PR pro, <laughs> which, yeah. which which I learned by default just because I was interested in doing some of that stuff, and um and I had a good friend who actually was a PR whiz back in San Francisco. So you know she you know um she she really did teach me a lot and steps and the right questions to ask. But the bottom line is that you need to do your homework, whoever whether you engage someone, you need to make sure that they do their homework, get some feedback, as well as yourself in that process. And and that will keep you out of trouble. So we're gonna take a quick break here and then we're gonna come back. And what I want Lori to really, to really probe on, let's talk about some of um, what, what, what publicity is in general one. And how does it differ from all the other forms of book marketing that maybe you are contemplating, which I think is very important. This is Author You, your guide to book publishing. With me is Lori Anderson with Anderson Associates Public Relationships. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another? Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hooded. If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has possessed punch and panache author you is for you if you're a hobbyist or a casual author it's not join author you today through its website at authoru.org. follow author you on twitter at author you and on facebook at author you where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily author you where the author goes to become seriously successful Impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. 
Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, it's a great day in author land, and with me is Lori Anderson, who is the president of Anderson and Associates Public Relations. You can find Lori at PR Experts. That's a plural. PRExperts.com. And we're talking authors. We're talking your books. We're talking publicity, how to do it for ways that you can do it, um, and you just put your time and energy on it. We can, t- well, t- I, th- I would like to, Lori, get into some of the parameters of how you maybe interview a potential uh, publicist and a PR expert and some maybe some insider tips so we can do to, you know, get us down the right path here. But as we took our, went into our break, I threw out that I'd love to have you just define publicity and then um, let's look at how it differs really from all the different forms of marketing. It's just, it's one of the things you do in marketing your book, but I, but I guess I should also, let me throw my bias out here. I think an author needs to be tuned into uh, thinking of publicity is really their own influence and their exposure of where they are everywhere. It may not just be on the air. Um, you might want to redirect me here, but I always think that you're out there and and you have to almost imagine any camera, which it could be someone's with their cell phone, you could be going viral soon. So you really need to think of what you do. Well, it could be video, it could be audio, like radio shows, podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, publicity is generated in magazines and newspapers daily and weekly newspapers, newsletters, and online is so important these days. Most of the media outlets have an online component, and most reporters have to write not only for their printed publication, but for online. There are different stories that they have to do for both outlets. Most of the TV reporters these days have to not only do their on-air stories, but they have to write for their website. So there's so many different places that you can get a story about your book. It, are some places more difficult than others, Lori? Well, I think an author should not go in thinking that they're going to get on the front cover of Time magazine because they've written their first book. So I think you have to have some realistic expectations of who's really interested in your book. You know, what is the audience for your book? Is it male? Is it female? A certain age group? A certain industry? You have to really think about who's the target for this book. I mean, I'm sure authors want to think, oh, everybody will love my book. But we know that's not true. There's going to be certain segments of the population over others that are going to want your book. So you have to think strategically about who's going to want to read your book and how do I reach them? Well, you know, Laura, you're, you're... Yeah, you're echoing what I say all the time. Who's your who's your market? Who's your really target, narrow it down market? But there is, I, I don't know how authors keep getting hung up because it, it, this is far more common than not. They think their books are for everybody. Yes, and and it and and it's it's a it's a form of it's a form of author sabotage. I think if you let yes, yourself get agree. pulled into that. Well, and there's no limit to authors. Some companies think everyone's going to buy their product. 
Mm-hmm. And the goal of a marketing consultant or PR consultant is to get them to narrow that down. Who is most okay. likely to buy your product? Who is most likely to need your service or product? Mm-hmm. Well, for, you know, for me, because I, I, I'm all about publishing, the most likely person is an author or an author-to-be or someone who thinks they have a book in them. And, of course, I always say, should it be allowed out? Um that they're, you know, I know that it's a big, it's a big market, but also within that market, you have all these different avenues and, you know, for, I, I have worked with poets and things, but that's, that's, that is not my strength. I can help them create a book that looks really good um, okay. with that, but, but the development and the writing of poetry, that is not my forte. It is not my forte. Mine neither, although I enjoy poetry, enjoy reading yeah. that. Yeah, my and, husband and writes also, poetry, so. Oh. And also think about what their hometown media outlets might be, because they will be interested in a resident from their hometown has written a book about something. Where did they go to college? Their alum newspaper or media outlets through the college might be interested. So if you think creatively, there's a lot of different lists you can put together if you're an author of people that you know, personal contacts you have to expand the audience for your book. And and then reaching out to them, to drill down into them. So where do they hang out? What social media do they use? What are they reading? <laughs> so you reach out to yeah. those people um, in doing that. And, and, and yeah, there is this, and there, there's also a deal out there that they all want to, oh, I want to be on Good Morning America. I want to be on today. It's, it's, what are the odds, Lori? It, it, have you seen any odds of a typical author getting on the show's? You know, it really depends on the topic of the book. If it's something that's a really, really hot topic, mm-hmm. there would be a possibility for that. If it ties in with a current event, something that's happening in the world or in the country, there may be an opportunity for that. It's trending. And and for our yeah. listeners, you need to understand that on those big shows, they actually have bookers that specialize in authors. Um, and bringing those on. I mean, there's there's they, they're segment producers, um, and, I, and I have to tell you, Laura, I was fortunate. My first book landed me on Good Morning America. That was one of the first shows I went out on. Um, oh, what and was your first book, Judith? It was it was called the. It was back in oh my god, June 1981, and it was on. Um, it was called The Woman's Guide to Financial Savvy, and it was it was very successful. We had three printings in three weeks. Um, I was just, but I was way ahead of the curve. I mean, I was into financial planning, um, and I was teaching classes for women about money back then. That was a, it's a few careers ago, and mm-hmm. that I, you know, I saw I saw a hole, I saw the problem, I saw the need, and I stepped in to do it. And at that time, when I started writing the book, I used to be with a company called E.F. Hutton, which is no longer in existence. And I remember I approaching, remember yeah, when, when people, you know, when E.F. Hutton talks, people listen. When, when yeah. I, um, which was a great tagline, by the way, but when, when um, I approached management and said, you know, and, and I was one of their very successful brokers. I was one of their first females. And that I said, you know, I have an idea. I see an idea of developing a division 
that's dedicated towards education. I know it will bring in, you know, and I kind of, I had a game plan and they kind of patted me on the head and said, you know, okay, little girl, go back into your, you know, you, you have a nice exclusive office. Your clients love you. You're making a lot of money, you know, go back. And so I decided that I needed to reassess, did I want to stay here? And I eventually left. I eventually left, but that I was ahead of the curve. And actually, and I think for that, um, I, I would love to have you kiss on this because that I was, the, the money thing was safe. My my next book that I was way ahead of the curve, which I was turned down by, by all the major uh, uh, New York houses, and I eventually went with a small house, gathered more publicity than than any author could imagine. Um, every everything from the Wall Street Journal to being featured in Newsweek to having a cover story on People magazine to surviving the National Enquirer. And I learned how to pitch all that myself because I was rejected by the big boys. And I went with a little publishing company and I had to do it myself. Yes, you had to learn. I had to learn. Yeah, so yeah authors should probably, and more realistically, it'll be a local market that they're going to get on radio or TV unless they have the fortune that you had to find the right opportunity with national. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. We have a couple of minutes up to to our next break, but let's, let's start seeding. Let's do some seeding. Uh, How do you uh, go about, because certainly we have seen the reduction of print uh, media uh, I mean, you come from, you, you're down in Arizona base now, but you certainly know Colorado, that we, in in the metro area, we only have one newspaper now. Yeah, now I, I remember the days of two, the days yes. of the morning, morning daily and afternoon daily. That was wonderful. Huh? Well, mm-hmm. PR firms like mine and others are fortunate that we subscribe to a media database. So I have a database of all of the radio, TV, online, print across the country. And there are just thousands and thousands. And I can use this database to find out who's writing about what topic. So if a book Mm -hmm. author is interested nationally or I can do it by a local market, I have those resources to uncover who might be writing about that topic. Okay, is, that, is, is, is your media database something uh, that a typical author should be a subscriber to, is it, or is that really a costly thing? I mean, I don't know what the cost it's is. A, it's a costly thing. I share it with several other PR people because it is costly. Got it. But that's the benefit of working with a PR consultant because we have access to tools like that. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about the local market, say the Denver area market, you know, I would do research on that and... If an author is in that market, they probably know a few of the outlets where they'd like to be. And that's the question I often ask clients, you know, where would you like to see publicity about your book? And we talk about what outlets might be possible and make a list of our target outlets. All right. So for, for number one, first step is you start locally. Uh, or you think okay. regional. I mean, you could you could think in within your own city, or you could you could expand it to your state. Or I mean, are you, you are you saying do it kind of in a? Is it vibrates out? Yes, and I worked fairly recently with a business book author. So okay, we started so you, locally, but then with 
Lori, hold on a sec because we're going to run into our next commercial. But but come okay. back to that. But let's let's start the step by step and go through that process because I think this is really important to understand. And I think everyone, what you're going to do is you're going to understand that it may make sense, even if you're going to do this yourself, you might want to engage an hour of a good PR consultants like Lori Anderson to really set up your game plan before you take off. This is also you, your guide to book publishing, and not Judith Bryles. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need to maximize your book's potential, color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self-publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602-866-3226. 1106design. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing question. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward.
Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right. So I was having Lori Anderson of uh, Anderson and Associates Public Relations, and you can find her at prexperts.com. We we're going to go through some um, steps of, of uh, really of where do we start? Where do we start? And we were talking about you start locally, whether it's just within your own city or you keep it within your own state. Um, but where do we start? So, Lori, I'm going to throw it back to you. Okay, so we've talked about figuring out who your target audience is, figuring out who the media outlets are that might reach that target audience, and then put together what you might call your media kit of tools. And that would be a news release about your book. That would talk about some of the key messages in your book. What can people get from reading your book? That's what a news release should talk about. And it doesn't need to be long. Three to 400 words is a good length for a news release. Then you're going to also need a pitch letter that you will send to producers of radio and TV shows if they're on your target on why you would be a good guest, why people should interview you, what information can you bring to the listeners or the viewers of their program. And then have some good photos and possibly video available to supply to these news media outlets. Have the visuals available. And the minimum would be the cover of the book, a picture of yourself, a nice portrait of yourself to be used with the story. So those are just some of the basics. And your book might lend itself to other photos, other videos as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So these are the, those are the tools that you're going to need to approach news media outlets. And we also had talked about doing your research so you know what they're talking about, what kind of topics they're interested in. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and what then, you're saying is put this together before you start approaching anybody, correct? Yes, definitely. Okay. Have your media tools ready. Mm-hmm. That's, your, that's your homework in getting that done. Okay. And that can be done while you're waiting for your book to be published Those are things you can do ahead of time. Okay. So we have that. And then, okay, and then you're ready to send, and that's typically by email. You send your news release to the contact at the media outlet, and hopefully they will read it and, and run it in their publication, their newspaper, their magazine. And they may not respond and tell you they're writing it. They may just go ahead and use it. You know, it's okay to follow up with a phone call just to make sure they received it and just get a reading from them if they're interested in more information, if they want to interview you more. But the best way to reach media folks these days is through email. Some of them also like to be approached through social media, through Twitter or Facebook. And, again, that's part of doing your homework and knowing how they like to receive information. But email is, is good to use. I, you know, Lori, one of the things that I used to do if I was doing uh, radio or TV, and I've told people, 
if if you've identified the station that you think is is receptive, just call over and ask who the producer is for the show on that. And and I've asked, how do you want to receive information? Would you like him to email it? Do you want me to send it through Facebook? Uh, do you want me to do snail mail? How would you like it? That's good. Yes, if you don't already have that information, you know, I have certain media outlets I work with, so you know, I know on an ongoing basis how they like right. the information. Ex- but because an author, that's something. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the business. Yes, you would know that. <laughs> yes. But for authors, okay. yes, they need to understand right. their preferences. All right, so follow up. Um, follow and, up. Okay. And it's usually okay to send a news release and follow up once with a phone call. Don't be a pest. You know, A reporter, editor can do several things with your news release. They can run it as is. They can expand it by talking to you, adding an interview to it. They can edit it, or they can can set it aside for another time. They might want to tie it into another story. Mm -hmm. Or it could be at the moment they're just not interested. You know, not everybody is going to run everything you send them. Exactly. Hundreds, thousands of emails a day. So you need to grab their attention. So in, in for e, let's say email, so what kind of subject lines would you recommend to get that attention? Well, something that piques the attention about the content of the book. So not just that you've written a new book. We wouldn't just say Judith Briles releases new books. That's not going to get their attention, probably. No. Some some tidbit, tidbits, tidbit from your book that will appeal to their listeners, their viewers, their readers. Okay. So some kind of an emotional poll, maybe, or how-to poll. Or if there's something trending, you certainly would want to use that kind of word in your subject line. Is that not correct? Definitely. Definitely. Okay. All right. What's next? Then, assuming you get some publicity, uh, this is a good thing to talk about. What happens when you get an article? Well, some people will see the article, and your article will have a website or some way they can contact you. You'll have some way to measure response from that article. But there are things you can do with it afterwards. If it's in a print edition, you can make hard copies, reprints of that. You can use that when you're speaking to groups to show them. Probably more likely, the story will also be online, so you can take the link to that story You can use it in your social media post to show that a news outlet, a newspaper, has written about your book. That Mm -hmm. gives you even more credibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, one idea that we had, Laurie, that we actually did is, because I had so much coverage on my book called Woman to Woman from Sabotage Support, which dealt with why and how women undermine other women. And um, Mm -hmm. we, we made this massive collage you know, that had time, that had people, that had the Wall Street Journal, that had the Gulp National Choir. We we did a variety of things where you'd see those segments, and, and we made it actually, you know, like a little poster um, when That's I was wonderful. out there. That, yeah, that people would see it and pull it in. Okay. Because that's one of the reasons 
we should emphasize that you use publicity because it's an implied third-party endorsement. It's an implied credibility for your book when a known media outlet writes about your book. You've gotten past the gatekeeper. You've earned the publicity, and they're saying your book is a good thing. So that's very important to promote it. Use it, your publicity all you can afterwards. If you've got an email list, you can send a link to the publicity by email, further extending the value of it. Mm-hmm. You probably put some of the stories on your website, mm-hmm. you know, who's talking about this book or news, whatever section you might have that's appropriate on your website. All right, look who's talking. You know, it's look who's talking. Um, yep. put, put it out on your social media. You know, another woot or something like that. Yes. That kind of snowballs. When people write about your book, that will continue to continue to give you exposure. Yeah, so the snowball factor is really important on that. Really, really important. And, you know, sometimes, well, many times, producers are looking at things on Facebook to see what's trending. Mm -hmm. And... When they see something trending on Facebook, that becomes the topic for an interview or a segment on their program. They're very so, tuned into what people are talking about. Uh, all right. So it, it, if they go up on whether it's Facebook or Twitter, which I think would be maybe the primary two for looking for trendings that reporters look at, is that correct? Yeah. Depending okay. on your on your audience, you know, if you're a younger mm-hmm. audience, it could be Snapchat or. Uh huh. Right. For, Typically, Facebook is used by a wide segment of demographics. So, all right. So, if you one. you find out what the trending is, so you want to make sure you use that trending in there. If it's Twitter, you make sure you use the hashtags for sure. Yeah. Um, Facebook, it's at the tail end, but uh, so you'll get those in, and then kind of you know shorten it. Of course, Facebook, you have a little bit more time. But I still think it would be, it's better to get you that key phrase trend in those first, uh, say, 10 to 15 words if you're trying to snag a reporter's attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lori, when you're looking at stuff, what gets your attention? Visuals are always important. We live in a very visual world. That's why I said the photos that, you know, at the very least, the cover mm-hmm. of your book, yourself, something mm-hmm. attention-grabbing that goes along with your book. So we want to make Energy. sure that when we post on that to try to hook a reporter, we make sure that there is something visual that's compelling or has a hook to mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're going to hold on that. We're going to take our final break, and then we're going to come back. And Because I think it's really important to talk about, you know, more about what we do to extend the value using all of our marketing tools like we're kissing on now. This is Author You. It's your guide to book publishing. With me is Lori Anderson, and you can find her at prexperts.com. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. 
You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need The Book Shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR, perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask if you want to write and publish a book if you want to be successful as an author your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask is for you stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now to get you published so let's get back to the show and here again is your host dr judith briles One of the things that I've loved that Laurie Anderson has shared um, is something that you all need to think about on why you want to seek publicity. And it is it, it getting publicity, especially whether it's a TV clip, because that's called a video. You can put it on your website. You could show it to others as a possibility of an inducement to have you on their program. Um, or it's in some form of a print. 
that it is it's an implied third party endorsement. And when you start getting these things, the domino factor starts. And you know what what's triggered me is that you know I had four pages in People magazine. Do, do you know what that would cost to get something like that? I mean, really, um, in that kind of coverage. And I should put the, I, you know, I'm going to dig up the article and and attach it to my website. Um, and and doing that, I mean, it's for an older book, but what the heck? It's People Magazine. Now I do have the logo on my page that shows I've had this kind of coverage. And I and I think one of the things that's fun to do is you start acquiring publicity is you gather up the logos, the images, so on your media page that you can show that. So when someone's going to check you out, whether it's going for a picture of you, your contact information, um, other 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 information, they can see that you, you know you're you're not so green. You've got some experience behind you. I think that helps because they they are nervous. Um, if are you going to sit there like a, a, a you know mute <laughs> and not be able to speak, <laughs> which is always fearful, right, Lori? When you when yeah, you know, years ago I was a spokesperson for the potato industry. Oh, I love that. Promotion board is headquartered in Denver. I went on a show out in California, and it was a brand-new hostess for this talk show, Uh and she didn't talk at all. She asked me a couple questions. I was able to just talk about everything I knew about potatoes because she was brand-new, didn't really know how to interview me. So that's Uh the other situation you can find yourself in, too. Yeah, but you, that you can you can just take over, which which is mm-hmm. like oh yeah. my god, it's my own show. All right, so one of the things that um, we authors love is stuff, tools, and I know that you are savvy to a lot of really good resources that we can refer our listeners to, that they can tap into. Some have fees, some are free, um, and what would some of those be that you would recommend to have in our own toolkit? For publicity, one of yeah, one of the best resources is a news release distribution service, and there are two that I can suggest that are free of charge that you can use. One is pr.com, and the other one is prlog.org. Both right. of those services, you sign up for free. You can use them for free. You can mm-hmm. also purchase some additional levels of exposure if you want. But I would suggest you start out with the free level. You post your news release. PR log lets you use a photo for free. And then this is shown to journalists and others, and they can pick up your story from this news release distribution service. Mm-hmm. Would, would that be as effective or could it be possibly more effective for a broader range than uh, doing the track down where you feel like you've run into a brick wall and trying to reach the local paper? You know, I think for if you're going to go more national or more regional, I would use the service. It also gives you a link to an online story that you can use in other ways. So it's a guaranteed way to get published, it's online, mm-hmm. it's published, mm-hmm. and then you can turn around and take that link and put it on your social media sites, your emails. 
So it's a guaranteed way to get some coverage. And it's just Excellent. taking your time to put your release on there. There's other paid services like PR Web. WEP is an, a, probably a very well-used tool. It'll cost you three to $500 to have them distribute a news release. And that's for that's for each time. Is that not right? That's not an annual each fee. Each time, each story. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's prweb.com. Yeah. Is that a dot com? Mm hmm. Okay. Com it is. Okay. So that's another route you can go, but it's not inexpensive because, as you said, you have mm -hmm. to pay for each distribution. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But and that's thing to consider. Okay, so Lori, when you let's let's do um, let's do a kind of a a compare. So we have PR.com or PRLog.org um, to go mm -hmm. up. And, of course, there is some upsell capability that I, I'm assuming would have more expanded reach or maybe it would be they it, would it send it out again. I, mean, I don't know what the expanded does because I'm on the sites. There's, yeah, there are four or five levels that show you exactly who they'll send it to for some additional mm -hmm. cost. Yeah, All right. It might be $30 additional, you get this. If you pay 50 you get this. So really too many details to go in on your show here, but mm -hmm. it's visible on their site so they can take a look at that. So do your homework. What we're saying is everyone do your homework. Get, we want you to get publicity. Here's a, here's a, a, a baby step. <laughs> Put your toe in the water um, <laughs> that you can get it for a freebie. Get used to it. You know, let's let's learn how to do this. Um, and then for really when you say $30, that, that's a nominal amount to do an expansive reach. Um, to, to start expanding it, or you can pay, uh, you know, a higher service like at the prweb.com, which could run three to four hundred dollars a shot um, on that. So if I was comparing the two of them, I mean, I that that people have been picked up on the freebie sites versus it's just not the higher end, correct? Correct. Yes. And again, it depends on the story. Make sure mm -hmm. if you're doing it yourself, you have somebody proofread your news release so there's no typos. Please. <laughs> Very important. Please you know, do that. Anyone publishing has an editor look through a book. If you're doing a news release, have somebody else take a look at it. Yeah. It's hard to proofread your own writing. Uh, I'm sure it, many authors know that. It, it, you know, it always is um, it, because you know what it's supposed to say. Um, and going into yeah. it, so have get some other eyes on here, and and this might be a time that you work with a copy editor who who may charge a, a you know a penny and a penny and a quarter or something for every word. But if you're talking three hundred words, people, you're, you're talking you know not a lot of money, and and no. get their eyes on it. It will make the difference. It'll make you look like you're the expert you're trying to put out that you are. Versus the amateur that they usually see. So. And that applies to your, your news release, your pitch letter, anything you're sending to a media outlet. If a reporter sees a glaring typo, they may just delete it and think this is an amateur that doesn't know what they're doing. Uh, exactly. And, <laughs> and, 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 and unfortunately, it's becoming the norm, as you know, Lori. On that. All right. So you we, know, we they may be interested enough to overlook it, but you know, don't give them a reason to delete your email because of a typo. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> Lori, we actually have only a couple of minutes. So, how can your company help authors? 
We can help in several ways. Uh, we can help with give them as much help as they need or as little help as they need. As you mentioned earlier, we can consult with them for an hour or two. We can help them write the news release that they'll need, the tools that they need, the pitch letter and news release. If the author wants to write that first and have us edit, we can do that. I can use the database if we want to expand outside of a certain market, my database, and develop a good target list to be used, mm -hmm. suggest some media outlets. Mm -hmm. And I can do the distribution and follow-up, too. Some people aren't comfortable following up with a media outlet to get an interview. You learn to do that yourself, Judith. But some people mm -hmm. That's right. don't have that confidence or to brag about themselves and to oh, talk to a you producer brag. about why they would. Yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah, you got to brag. You know, one of the things I did, Lori, um, it was a good exercise for me. We did a program. Um, well, it, it, we did a program actually with Jeanette Siebley, who who linked you and I up, and yep. on on bragging. And I came back and I said, "Damn it, I'm kicking myself in the butt." And and I put together <laughs> the author one sheet that I had been wanting to do. It's been you know in my noggin, um, and putting together. And by golly, this baby is slick, click and ticks. And I and I reached out to a graphic designer that I felt would be perfect for it. Someone that I don't normally use, but I thought Annie would be perfect for putting this together. And and I started doing it. And it's so much that I've actually put together a full blown webinar that I'll be doing for a closed circuit group um, uh, tomorrow, actually. And 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 doing that, that I'm going to be turning into a, a a program and showing authors how to do it. How do you start pulling this together and bringing it? Because I think that's an integral part. I would be putting that on my media page so people could see because it brings it all together and it's got the visual snag um, that does uh -huh. it and gives your expertise in doing it. It incorporates the numbers that, that in, you know, that supports your credibility and your expertise. And it, it's really important that bragging is essential period. So that's where publicity comes in and people like Lori Anderson um, can help you out at prexperts.com. Lori, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thankful. Thank you. It was delightful to talk with you. All right. Everyone, have a great week writing, and here's to your publishing. Your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week, a variety.